Hey, it's our weekly streaming show, and here's a sneak peek at our top streamer of the week. And this is an ugly week, so I guess go get you some Taylor Heineke. Rostered just 11% of Yahoo leagues. Uh, he's coming off what passed for a decent quarterback game this past week against the Vikings. Ended the day as the fantasy quarterback 13. Heineke's not a bad player. He had 12-6 touchdown-interception ratio in nine games with Washington last season. Talkins have a great group of weapons for him to work with. And most importantly, he faces the struggling Arizona defense this week. Cardinals ranked 29th and FPA to opposing quarterbacks this season and with Kyler Murray expected to return I think Arizona will keep it just close enough for the Falcons to have to throw the ball so in a week of bad streaming options Heineke is worth a gamble in week 10 now let's get to the show hello everyone welcome to the most accurate Yes, I am one of your hosts, Brandon Niles. With me is my fantastic co-host, great Jen Akins. Jen, how's it going, buddy? Um, it's going. Um, I wish I could say I felt a little better, so I do apologize to the uh, the people that are listening and not watching, and you're hearing my voice. I can't imagine it's it's very uh, appealing right now, um, and hopefully I won't uh, have too many coughing snap slash sneezing fits on the podcast. But as we know, the show must go on. So I'm here. Brandon, I believe you are under the weather as well. So we are uh, we are in the All Sick podcast. Uh, how, how are you doing? My throat is on fire right now. So we'll see what happens. I've got my my adoring wife, who's wonderful, brought me some tea. So, uh, But we're going to do this because, you know what? Streaming options don't know sickness, Jen. And I just want to say, regarding your voice, do you remember the old Donald Duck cartoon where he gets sick and he becomes a crooning? option like he's sick and then he's a crooner and then i, do, I uh, actually don't remember that yeah, he, he becomes a famous crooner because donald duck he's sick and he eats a famous crooner has a great voice so Not maybe this is the beginning of your crooning career jen that's what i have to say yeah i'm good uh, yeah maybe i'll become the new uh i can't even think of a crooner right now my gosh my brain um, michael buble michael yes, buble there we go you. This should be this should be interesting. Um, Michael Bublé also not a bad streaming option this week. That uh, it's probably the, better than some of the other options that we have. It's ugly. It's ugly. So, <laughs> as I said, welcome to our weekly streamer show. We highlight the quarterbacks, tight ends, kickers, and team defenses you should be targeting as streaming options for the upcoming week. As a reminder, we only discuss the streaming option if they're available in forty percent or less of Yahoo leagues. So, if your favorite option isn't discussed they're probably rostered in too many leagues that was definitely the case with will levis this week who i still like despite not having a great fantasy outing against the steelers he looked pretty good jen will levis looked pretty good he did listen i i, I was not i was not a believer uh i mean yeah well i love it I, I love to see these these young guys do well and especially when you're replacing such a vanilla ryan Tannehill, it's fun to have <laughs> someone's especially for the fantasy pieces it's like ooh, yeah. maybe maybe actually we've got some relevancy again yeah absolutely absolutely finding deandre <clears throat> hopkins out there uh thank you to our friend tom who says being sick doesn't change our great advice thanks tom we appreciate you let's hit a few questions before we get going uh office depot is in the chat today saying happy waiver day carson wentz in la potentially matt barkley with the giants uh do we see anyone getting starts uh in Oh, 2024 starts. So that's next year. Um, I don't think 2024. I think if Stafford's injury is as bad as we think, Carson Wentz could be a streamer. Uh, I'm not going anywhere near the Giants quarterback situation. I just, uh, that just looks ugly to me right now. Saquon Barkley is the only person I'm touching and Wandale Robinson in deep PPR formats. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll probably throw a little bit at, but that's it. Uh, let's see here. 
Corey Jackson has Laporta, Hill, and the Bills tight end. Who are you playing this week? Jen, I'm going to let you handle that one. Those are kind of all good options to me. Yeah, that's kind of a good problem to have. Um, <clears throat> I'm not sure what your uh, scoring format is, but uh, I'd say Laporta or or can actually, I mean, Laporta's got a really good matchup against the Chargers. Kincaid has a really good matchup against the Broncos, both uh, bottom basement in uh, against tight ends. So um, I would say one of those two. I mean, Taysom Hill, we know, right? I mean, <laughs> Taysom Hill is Taysom Hill. He's probably going to blow up. He may not, whatever. But um, for me, I probably give Laporta a little bit of an edge there, but I like them both. Uh, Kincaid at home is a nice option too, but um, if you have to twist my arm and I have to pick, I pick Laporta. Kincaid quietly like 20, I, I don't remember the exact 23 or 26 targets over the last three games. Like pretty, pretty ridiculous. So uh, pretty good. Office Depot says the term cruder is lost with today's youth. But to be fair, I'm one of the oldest people out there talking fantasy football nowadays. So, uh, hello, know, I'm out. sitting right next to you there, mister. <laughs> I got you by a little bit. That's, that's, it's how we do. We bring the outdated references here, Jen. That's what, that's what I believe that I'm here for. Uh, hello, Space Ghost. Well, wait a minute. There's, there's modern day crooners right do they just have a different term because it's not like michael buble is ancient it's not like you're whipping out you know dean martin and frank sinatra right it's i true. mean buble is a more modern reference to the crooner like i would assume these guys know who he is right Right. there we go plus i you know michael buble wonderful ham and bubbly sketch on snl several years back with john ham it's it's absolutely fantastic so uh let's <laughs> i'm sorry for derailing us so bad today oh, it's already it's, it's it's the sickness it's just gone uh uncle ted is all in on keaton mitchell i i think i want to dedicate a little bit of time to keep Mitchell today. First off, I love the kid. Um, super talented, fast. He work, runs hard. Uh, actually added him in all my dynasty leagues back in August. I, I really like Keaton Mitchell. Um, I'm a little worried about spending big to get him and like trotting him out in redraft lineups because I I, I do think Gus Edwards is going to get the short yardage work. I think Justin is better at pass blocking, so I think he's going to continue to get snaps. Um, What's your take on on Mitchell this this week as a as a must add because people are adding him and very high on him and and he's really exciting. But what's your take, Jen? <coughs> of course, um, <clears throat> I think that the waiver wire is slim, so I, I absolutely understand the fervor for him because he is a body that. But like you said, I think Gus Edwards is going to get the short stuff. I think Gus Edwards is going to get the goal line stuff too. So. I think Mitchell is fine um, in a situation where if you have Fab to spend and he's there and you're you're hurting at running back, which most of us are, like I'm down with it, but I don't know that he's gonna be this RB1 that people, you know, might possibly be thinking. But yeah, I mean he's finally healthy. He's you know, i think it's um yeah, I think we need to temper expectations a little bit, but I think in a in a week where the waiver wire is is pretty slim that I totally understand why you'd add him. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Space Ghost Force wants to know if uh, they should acquire Cortland Sutton in a fourth round pick for Rondale Moore in a second round pick. Uh, unless you're desperate at wide receiver, I don't think I'm buying into the Denver passing game right now. A second round pick is a pretty significant thing to pay, I think, for Sutton. So Sutton's not a bad option and he's going to help you. So I, I like it if you're Cortland Sutton away from competing this year, but just as like a long-term asset, I think I'd keep Rondale in the second round pick. That's where I would land on dynasty. So uh, let's hit the other quarterbacks. Uh, it's a terrible week to stream quarterback. Jed, like I said, 
all the uh, good options are all rostered already. Like uh, you could talk me into Levis at Tampa Bay, but he's 44% rostered. Check your waiver to see if maybe Levis is there. Uh, you know, you could talk me into some of those other guys that, that you know, Baker Mayfield that I talk about each week, Sam Howell, but all those guys are rostered in too many leagues. So uh, we have some terrible matchups and terrible quarterbacks, but I think that if you squint, you can find a path for Joshua Dobbs. Uh, to be a good starter this week. Uh, the Saints are 10th in AFPA, so we don't love that. Uh, but Joshua Dobbs was the QB4 last week. The Saints allowed Tyson Badgett to be the QB11 last week, largely off of rushing production. And that's what you're hoping for from Joshua Dobbs. You want Dobbs to get the rushing production. He has a rushing touchdown in three straight games, four on the year uh, with two different teams. Uh, decent enough weapons in Minnesota. So like I said, if you can squint, I, I like Joshua Dobbs just enough uh, piloting that that Minnesota offense. And then uh, if you're squinting even further, and really it's it's Heineke or Dobbs. I don't really love my third option here. Uh, but you can argue Mac Jones at, at home against Indianapolis isn't bad. The Colts are 18th in AFPA. Mac was the QB 17 last week. He quietly has five touchdowns over the past three games. He hasn't been good. He just hasn't been awful and turning the ball over crazily the last few weeks. So it, it's worth kind of considering in a very very shallow pool and then uh if you're even more that bryce young places the bears the bears are really a matchup but bryce young hasn't really done anything with those good matchups so I, that's why he falls fourth on my list after mac jones i i'm probably not looking at tyson badgent or um you know gardner Minshew against new england new england's tough aiden o'connell against the jets is a tough matchup kenny pickett against green bay all those guys just seem awful to me so uh, Joshua Dobbs, Tyler Haneke, those are kind of the guys that I would go for if I were you. Uh, Jen, what do you think of Dobbs coming in off the street, Minnesota, coming in and rallying that team to a win? <laughs> That's insane. <clears throat> I mean, with so little knowledge of what was going on there, that he's having, you know, things discussed to him in the headset. Like, he had it, – it's it's insane what he did, honestly. I think it's uh, it's extremely impressive. I mean, aside from the athleticness of what he did, the mental, uh, what he went, yeah. You know, and he's obviously a very smart guy. He's literally a, a rocket scientist. So it, it makes sense as to why he picked up so quickly and was able to figure it out. But I mean, he was there for like three days and had no intention of playing. So I think that's uh, pretty impressive. Prize Picks is North America's largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform and one of the most exciting ways to play DFS. And best of all, prize picks is simple. Just choose between two to six players and pick more or less than their prize pick stat projection. It's that easy. Quick withdrawals, an enormous selection of players, and you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. But it doesn't stop there. Prize picks even offers in-game projections. Imagine gathering at the house, watching football with your friends, and building an entry to cheer for together with more A.J. Brown receiving yards or less Jordan Love passing yards. Now, it's possible. Just go to prizepicks.com accurate and use the promo code accurate to match your first deposit up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Jen, we've got a question from Office Depot. Needs to start two uh, in a PPR. Juwan Johnson and Taysom Hill or Aiden O'Connell and Taysom Hill. Uh, Aiden O'Connell faces that really, really tough Jets defense that just uh, kind of made mincemeat over, out of Justin Herbert last night. Uh, but Juwan Johnson, you know, 
inconsistent target share. So who are you starting in that other flex spot next to Taysom Hill? Well, we're going to get to Juwan Johnson in a little bit ah. uh, as a as a teaser. Uh, but um, it's hard because in super flex, I'm usually all about a quarterback unless you have someone really, really strong. And neither of those guys are really, really strong over that quarterback. But like you said, Aiden O'Connell is facing a difficult uh, defense there. So uh, I would say maybe Taysom and John. Yeah, I mean, that's a tough one. I, you're basically just hoping with AOC, you're hoping he doesn't throw three picks. And with Johnson, you're just hoping he scores a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, it depends on your specific scoring system. If you're heavily penalized for picks, uh, I would maybe go with, with both of the tight ends there. Uh, but both of those New Orleans players, you hope Johnson gets in and you hope you hope Taysom throws the ball to him again. Cause that's how, that's how Johnson got in last week is uh, from a pass from Taysom. So um, I'd probably go with both tight ends, but I would, hold my nose and not love it excellent all right let's uh zevxlr6 thanks for the question currently six and three non-ppr just traded jordan addison and tj hawkinson for jay jettas who i think is justin jefferson uh what do you guys think as long as you're okay and you have someone to start while you wait for justin jefferson to come back i'm okay with that what do you think jen uh yeah I mean, it's so rare you see three players on the same team in a, in a trade. That is. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, Justin Jefferson, I know <clears throat> I saw a blurb that he's 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 working his way back. Hopefully they bring him back. Hopefully Dobbs provide, you know, because there, there was a concern for a bit that they may just shut him down. Uh, but now that Dobbs is there and, uh, you know, that they're still in contention, so to speak. Uh, I don't hate that. No. Interesting. I like that. Okay. Fantasy football 101. Would you start Kyler Murray or Sam Howell this week? I'm going to take a wait and see approach on Kyler Murray. Uh, I, I like the idea of him coming. It's a good matchup, but Sam Howell plays the Seahawks and the Seahawks have been awful defensively. So to me, Sam Howell is a must start this week. Uh, Jen, would you start Russell Wilson? I, I talked about Joshua Dobbs and Taylor Heineke. I kind of like Joshua Dobbs over Wilson, but Wilson, you know, faces Buffalo. The bills have been a little, so what, what, what do you think? Would you start Russell with those streamers? Um, probably not. I feel like on the road in Buffalo, Buffalo's coming off a brutal loss. Like, I just don't know. I don't, I don't, I, I don't love that for Wilson. I don't love Wilson anyway, to be, you know, perfectly frank, but I feel like on the road in Buffalo after a loss, I don't know that I would do that. Um, is that different than this Kyler Murray, Sam Howell? Oh yeah, a- I'm sorry. I jumped I, to, uh, I, I jumped to Tom Sturdivant's question and didn't uh, state it. Sorry about that. Tom. No, I just was like, well, <laughs> I was going to say of the three, I would obviously start, I would pick Howell, but I didn't, I, I didn't know if that was a different question or not. Oh, uh, I jump questions. It's, it's the deliriousness. <sighs> the, the medication is, t- is, is kicking in and I'm getting delirious. Uh, Tom. Yes. Uh, R- Russell Wilson. I think I, you could argue Wilson. I think I'd probably start Joshua Dobbs. I don't know that I would drop Russell Wilson for Dobbs, but if, if you can roster both and, and and do Dobbs this week and hope he runs in a t- another touchdown, that makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, let's see here. Uncle Ted wants to know if Justin Fields is back. Not yet, but uh, I don't know. Hopefully soon. Julio Ramirez, uh, Chuba Hubbard, Khalil Herbert, or Keaton Mitchell. Um, hmm. So Herbert isn't definitely back, but he might be. So keep an eye on that. If he's back... I probably go with Khalil Herbert in that situation because I do think they're going to continue to give him touches. 
Um, but Chuba Hubbard's really the starter there. He hasn't been good since taking over the starting role. So he has a really good matchup though. He does. Yeah. He's playing Chicago who are 28th against the run. So that might um, do it. Uh, and yeah, I mean, they say that they're going to give Miles Sanders more touches this week, but I, I don't buy it. Like, why would you? Yeah, Sanders isn't good either. So, uh, so yeah, let's let's call it Hubbard and then Herbert and then Mitchell. Let's just rank it the way you've got them listed there. That makes perfect sense to me. Uh, so, Jen, yes. I am going to ask you my favorite question every week. Let me uh, take a moment to cough while you do that. So, go yes, ahead. please do. Please do. Uh, this question is the most important question uh, that I can think of to ask anyone in the history of the world, and that's: Is it a good week to stream? tight end okay um it is not a good week to stream <laughs> tight ends unfortunately and we're missing a couple you know on a well we're missing kelsey uh we're missing goddard because he's hurt and they're on a bye and then higby you know is higby and miami is miami but yeah so we're, we're missing a few tight ends and you think you would hope we had some good fill-ins but we don't i mean they're fine you, you know i have I, i've i've rooted out a few that you guys can can start if necessary but uh i don't love any of them but i will get to them let's go uh first one is hunter henry against the colts in germany uh he is 38 percent rostered so he's coming off his best performance since week two he had seven targets in that first game without kendrick Bourne, which was last week the Colts are 26 and tight end adjusted fantasy points allowed they're allowing 11.7 per game uh, in half PPR scoring. So hopefully his volume continues uh, into this week with Kendrick Bourne out and Devontae Parker is, I don't know, possibly out, maybe out. Um, he seems to be questionable uh, perennially uh, this season. So that doesn't really make sense. Perennial, this se- whatever. But, you That's know, okay. <laughs> I, I think you made your point. You know what I mean. So Hunter Henry is the first guy. Uh, second guy I have is a guy that you and I have been talking about, I think, since June, and that would be Kate Otten. Yeah, buddy. Kate Otten. <laughs> I mean, we've we have been t- no, but we've been talking about him since I think June, maybe even before. Possibly. We were, we were definitely drafting him in best ball. Oh, yeah. We possibly were talking about him in April. I don't know. But here he is. Uh, he's against Tennessee. He is only 6% rostered. He's had 21 targets in the last three games. He is the tight end seven in half PPR scoring in the last three games. Clearly has good chemistry with Baker. However, bad matchup. Um, They're playing the Titans are actually number one against the tight end. So not a good matchup at all, but he's in the conversation because he is available on 94% of Yahoo rosters and uh, he's getting a lot of volume. So maybe he'll get in the end zone this week or something, but if you need him, he is there. Uh, The third guy we talked about a little bit before, and that is Juwan Johnson. Um, he's on the road in Minnesota. He is 10% rostered. Uh, he He's back from injury. He caught all five of his targets for 29 yards and a touchdown last week. Uh, it was a second game back from injury. Uh, and he's been out since week three. But the Vikings are fairly soft against the tight end. They rank 15th in uh, adjusted fantasy points allowed to the tight end. So he's kind of the third guy there. Don't love him. Uh, don't love any of them. But if you need him. I think those are the best options that we have. Kind of got a, yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of like quarterbacks, right? The guys that are available have bad matchups. The good ones have bad matchups and the bad ones have the good matchups. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really not fantastic. And the options are, are pretty slim because all the, 
all the good guys are either rostered over 40% or hurt. And so yeah. we're kind of scrounging, tough. you know, you get down to like the, you know, the Bellingers and the, you know, and I just can't, I can't recommend those guys. So hard to buy the giants though. Is there anyone in Philly worth picking up? I'm just curious. Um, because, um you know, we know Dallas Goddard's going to well, be on a buy. Them. So <clears throat> I, yeah, I, sorry. I I'm jumping to a stash question. Yeah. I'll ask that question again when we get to stash. Yeah. 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 Let's, let's, let's wait till, <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. I'll table that. Okay. All right. So let's hit a few more questions. Mike Zarati wants to know if they should start Zach Moss or Jahan Dotson. Jahan Dotson's an awfully good matchup. And Zach Moss was down in the 20% range snap count last week. So it seems like Jonathan Taylor's back to his full workload. Moss still got touches, but I think he was down to like seven carries. He's not 100%. I think Dotson's my call there. What do you think, Jen? I would go Dotson as well. <clears throat> Even though I did tell everyone to drop him about three weeks ago. Uh, but he is making a comeback, which is good to see. Um, I didn't even take my own advice, and I kept him. But I'm still—I haven't—I haven't put him in. But he yeah, is, I haven't started him. I've got him a on, lot. Yeah, he's on—he's on one of my benches. Uh, but yes, between those two, I would pick Dotson. Like you said, great matchup in Seattle. Excellent. Uh, Alex Flores trade Bajan Robinson for Devonte Adams. Um, that's kind of a, a challenge trade, right? You're selling low on on both uh, sides yeah. of that. I. I I don't mind it. It's really whatever position you need. If you need the running back, I'd keep Bijan. If you if you need the if you need the receiver, I'd I'd go ahead and make the trade. I think that's fine. Uh, Luis Nunez got an offer for C.J. Stroud and Keenan Allen. Uh, they get Mahomes and Jacoby Myers. They also have Jefferson, Dotson, Diggs, and Demario Douglas. So uh, Stroud and Allen giving up to get Mahomes and Jacoby. I, I don't know. Like, is Mahomes that much better than Stroud right now? We love Mahomes, but he's not putting up big fantasy numbers. I was going to say the same thing. Like, I don't know that you're getting... I mean, you're giving up... You're giving up a better receiver, and you're getting... I mean, in the end, Mahomes will, I would assume, would prove better than, than C.J. Stroud down the stretch. But at the moment, it's kind of negligible for what you're giving up. So... Um, and you are, well, I mean, you already have, you have really good receivers. Uh, of course, when Jefferson comes back, I mean, Diggs, you know, Diggs and Allen combo is pretty, pretty deadly right now. Yeah, it's really, really tough. I, I think I would probably just hold on to Stroud and Allen, but it's okay if you, if you want to make that trade for Mahomes. I don't mind it too much. Uh, Ricky AA Hollywood versus Atlanta, Jacoby Myers versus the Jets, both at home. Uh, for me, with Kyler Murray back, it's definitely Hollywood. The Jets are really, really good against receivers. I, it's definitely Hollywood Brown for me. Uh, Carchizzle, we also, we already talked about Herbert and Mitchell a little bit. Both are on waivers. I would grab Herbert. I just think he's going to have more week to week. Uh, potential for your lineup but if you're looking for like a last roster spot like you have good running backs you just want a stash option then you can talk me into mitchell as the more upside long term uh i think that's it so jen yes the other most important question i have to ask of you ever <clears throat> yes is it a good week to stream kicker it is it is a good week to stream kickers uh the good news with kickers is that with buys we always have guys that are dropped coming back all that you know that kind of shuffling of kickers so there's usually pretty good ones uh, during the bye week seasons because uh, people are dropping because you don't want to hang on to a kicker. So yes, to answer your question, it is a good week to stream kickers. Uh, the first one I have is Jason Myers. We've talked about that game a lot, weirdly, but Jason Myers at home against Washington. He is 39% rostered, so he's right up against the cutoff. Uh, Seattle are six and a half point favorites at home. Uh, with a 26 implied team total, which is actually the fourth fourth highest on the slate this week. So I know Seattle had a rough game last week against Baltimore. 
They struggled offensively. I think this week will be a different story against Washington. And I think Myers will uh, get some opportunity to add to your roster there. So he's the first one I have. Uh, the second one is uh, Riley Patterson uh, on the road against the Chargers. He is 21% rostered. Uh, he's coming off a bye. So that's, I think, why he's probably available because uh, he's been a very solid kicker. Uh, the Lions are, are one and a half point road favorites uh, with an implied team total of 25. So I think that uh, the Lions should get back or not back on track, but continue to do what they're doing. And Riley Patterson will have some opportunity there. Uh, the third guy, <clears throat> sorry, I thought I had to cough. I don't. I'm going to choke it down and keep rolling. Uh, third guy is Jake Moody. Uh, same same situation. He's coming off a bye. Uh, he is on the road as well in Jacksonville. He is 17% rostered. Uh, San Francisco's a field goal favorite uh, on the road here with a 24-point implied team total. So I think those are three really solid. Um, I did bring a bonus. The bonus I usually bring is like a super low rostered guy for the deep leagues. I didn't do that this week. I bought Blake Groupie, who's 34% rostered, but he was kicker 10 last week. Uh, he's got another good matchup in Minnesota in the Dome. They're two-and-a-half-point uh, favorites on the road with a 21.5 implied team total. Groupie is the guy that was available that I've picked up in all my leagues where I have uh, where I have somebody on by. Uh, also, my four year old is as sick as I am and is screaming her head off. So apologies <laughs> for as that picks up on the feed. I apologize for that. Uh, Mike Zerotti wants to know why Dustin Hopkins is is underrated. Uh, I guess just because the Browns' offense is so hard to predict. Is that what do you think, Jen? Uh, yeah, I mean they've been pretty up and down. Uh, they've had, you know, a little shift at quarterback a couple times. I think that Duskin Hopkins though is uh 68% rostered. So he's not really available for this conversation. So, I mean, he's, he, I don't think he's that underrated. He is, like I said, he's rostered in 68% of leagues. So people are, people are starting him. Um, let me see real quick where he ranks uh, on the season. Cause I know, like you said, uh, Cleveland has been a little up and down. He's actually kicker two on the season. Uh, yeah, coming so, off a great week last week too. Yeah. He's so. averaging 10 point, uh, 10.88 fantasy points a week. So good for him. But yeah, I mean, if he's obviously, if he's available in your league, go for it. But uh, usually the leagues, you know, if, if he's rostered in 68%, he's not available in mine. Uh, Carchizzle, Pittsburgh defense, a good play this week. Yes, absolutely. Uh, they're heavily rostered, but if you've got the Pittsburgh Steelers defense against the green Bay Packers, then definitely, uh, Definitely start them. I like that a lot. Uh, Toby wants to know which uh, starting, which running back to pick up for the end of the bench. Uh, looking at backups in case they get uh, the starter gets hurt. Justice Hill, Rico Dowdle, Tank Bigsby, Eli Mitchell, or Jamal Williams. They have Kamara and a half PPR. Uh, I would go with Jamal Williams of that group. You could talk me into Rico Dowdle. Uh, I don't really love any of these guys, to be honest. I, I wish Taiji Spears was on your list. That would probably be the guy I would pick. Uh, Tank Bigsby I'm okay with. But I'd probably I'd probably just handcuff Kamara and just take Jamal Williams. What do you think, Jen? I would probably lean towards Dowdle or possibly Elijah Mitchell. I mean, they've been using McCaffrey a lot and I, and I know, I, you know, I don't think not, not that I think anything's going to happen to him or, or anything, but God forbid it does. Uh, he's right there and he's healthy finally. So uh, I don't need any of them. I think that justice Hill eh, and Bigsby is just frustrating. He's been a guy that I think I've picked up and dropped about four times this season already waiting for something to happen. And it's not, Rico Dowdle, I feel like they should be giving him more opportunity. I mean, Pollard has been fine. I mean, not for fantasy purposes, but um, so yeah, for me, I think I'd go Eli Mitchell or possibly Jamal Williams. I love Jamal Williams as a, a person. I mean, he's hilarious. He's awesome. Uh, but this year he's just not really, it's not happening. 
Excellent. Um, also, just a, a reminder here, uh, the San Francisco defense and San Francisco kicker, Jake Moody, are both rostered in too many leagues and Yahoo way too many. Uh, but they are coming off a bye. And so some leagues, those guys are going to be available. So just kind of take a quick look at your waivers and see. Make sure Jake Moody and the San Francisco defense aren't uh, sitting out there for you. Well, yeah, M Moody was just one of my streamers. I don't know if your brain... Oh, he was... Look, it's it's all brain fog. <laughs> I, get it. I, I was thinking San Francisco defense that just tacked on. Yeah, Moody, no, so, yeah. I hear you. Yeah. No, yeah. Moody is only seventeen percent rostered, yeah. so definitely see if he's out there. He was my he was my second streamer. And listen, I get it. We are both not uh, not all there. So um, I'm not... heavily medicated. I apologize. Yes. To it. Uh, Mike Zarati, <laughs> keep and start situation uh, or trade away James Cook in Buffalo. Scared to hold him until it's too late to find a trade partner for him. I'm okay trading James Cook just because it doesn't seem like that Buffalo Bills offense uses the running back in the way that we want. Uh, I like Cook like he's not a drop for me, but if you can get value for him, I would trade him. Uh, Jen, I know you uh, probably have a much stronger James Cook opinion than I do. Well, I have a biased James Cook opinion because I love the guy, but uh, <clears throat> he has a really good matchup this week against Denver. I keep, you know, you keep hoping that some, that, you know, but this week it really is. I mean, Denver is dead last against the run uh, and they're playing, you know, Buffalo's playing at home. You hope this is the week, but like you said, they're not using the running back. I mean, we should have known, right? This is Buffalo that they're using the running back the way they always use the running back. We were just kind of hoping this year would be different and it's not. So, uh Feel free to trade him if you can find someone. I don't think that's a horrible idea. But like Brandon said, I definitely wouldn't drop him. Excellent. Uh, Mr. Grapefruit wants to know if they should cut Jordan Love for Josh Dobbs or Baker Mayfield. Uh, they have Tua on by. Uh, I would either one of those guys. I, I like Baker a little better than Dobbs, but either one of those is fine. And I think Jordan Love has shown he's not an every week starter. That's kind of what I think. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, Toby Harrison Butker is on by. They can pick up Young Way Koo. Uh, Nick Folk or Evan McPherson, which one of those guys do you like for the week out of Koo, Folk, and McPherson, or would you go with one of your streamers? Um, <clears throat> I think, well, if McPherson's there, I mean, he shouldn't be, but if he's there, I, I would probably go with McPherson. I think that, let me look real quick. I got to pull up my, uh, <clears throat> let me, give me one second. I know this is riveting. Sure, Lex yeah. plants some trees in the meantime. Wants to know if we, they should drop Tajay Spears for Khalil Herbert. Uh, if it's your RB3 and you need him, then yeah. If it's your RB5 and you don't need him, I'd keep Spears. That's where I am on, on that one. Okay, back to me real quick. So, yeah, McPherson, they, they actually have the second highest team implied total of the week. They're at 27.25, the Bengals. Uh, they're playing Houston. So if that is an option, I, I would. I would. And, and the thing is, like someone asked me this morning on Twitter or X or whatever about Butker and – He's, I think, kicker nine right now. Uh, so, I mean, great, but not that great. Like, you can definitely, you can find that production elsewhere. So, I wouldn't hang on to him just to, just to keep him. I would, I would drop him, especially if McPherson is there. Excellent. Uh, Donna Murray needs a quarterback this week, and there's lots of quarterback options on the waiver wire, including C.J. Stroud, Brock Purdy, uh, Will Levis. Dobbs, Derek Carr, and Deshaun Watson, Baker Mayfield. Uh, lots of options. Yeah, Stroud. I mean, you gotta you gotta grab Stroud after what he just did. And it seems like it seems like they're willing to throw the ball in Houston. Uh, you know, all season. Stroud's been a little up and down, but his yardage and passing attempts have stayed pretty high. So uh, I would go with Stroud definitely out of that group. Uh, Donald Weber. Should they drop Zay Flowers for Michael Wilson? Eh, you could. Um, I, I think Wilson has a ton of upside with. Kyler Murray coming back. I don't think he's going to lead the team in targets because Hollywood Brown's really good. Um, so I, I don't know. I think that's kind of a push. I think Flowers 
has been a little more consistent with his targets, but I, I don't know. I, what do you think, Jen? That's a tough one. Yeah, it is a tough one. In fact, so in my my dead weight report that came out this morning on four for four, uh, flower. I toyed with flowers for a while, and then I ended up putting him in the in the on thin ice category. Uh, he hasn't been great, and he's been frustrating because I've been I've been using him in the flex, and uh, he's been disappointing. Like you said, Wilson does have upside with Kyler coming back, but I don't know that I would make that move yet. Uh, if you have another way to acquire Michael Wilson and then a wait and see, I would probably do that. I like is- that. No, I like that. That makes perfect sense to me. All right, let's uh, keep it moving. Uh, before we get to defensive streamers, I want to take a minute to talk about prize picks. Prize picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. Go to prizepicks.com slash accurate. Use code accurate for a first deposit match up to $100. Uh, for week 10, I'm eyeing Dak Prescott to throw for less than 243.5 yards against the Giants. Uh, the Giants are terrible on offense, but they're allowing just 211.2 passing yards per game to opposing passers. Uh, I'm going to guess the Cowboys destroy the Giants again, end up running the ball for most of the second half. Maybe even we see a little uh, a little backup quarterback action uh, because it's a lopsided victory for Dallas. Uh, and then I also like Demario Douglas to get more than 48.5 receiving yards against a vulnerable Colts secondary. Colts have tightened up a little bit over the second part of the season, but uh, they've they, that secondary has been torched by wide receiver ones this year. Uh, Douglas is emerging in the offense, 20 targets over his last three games, and he's eclipsed the yardage number in two of those. So uh, that's where I've got. Don't forget to go to prizepicks.com slash accurate and use code accurate for a first deposit match. Up to $100, prize picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. So back to streaming. Let's hit the defensive streamers. Uh, again, it's ugly. I, I don't like it at all. Um, normally, I would just recommend the Jaguars, but they're at home against the 49ers. And, and so you don't really want to get the Jags for that. But uh, I, I don't know. If you're in one of those leagues where the defense doesn't kill you, like you, you can't get like really bad negative points, I might grab the Jags anyway, just because they're a, they're a good defense and they're one you can hang on to, but, uh, and it's not a really good streaming option. Similarly, the Cincinnati Bengals are available and you know, they're only rostered in 28% and they're a good one, but they're against Houston and Houston's second in AFPA to opposing defenses. They don't really turn the ball over. They've been putting up good yards. So, um, so it's, it's a bad matchup. Uh, the one that I'm really targeting is Minnesota at home against new Orleans. Uh, new Orleans is 18th in AFPA to opposing, uh, defenses. The Vikings have five of their last six, uh, they've won five of their last six, largely because of their defense. Uh, they've allowed an average of just 18 points per game over that span. They've forced nine turnovers over the last four games. Uh, Daniel Hunter leads the league with 10 sacks. So Minnesota's trending upward defensively, and the Saints are a bit ton- turnover prone. They're, they're, they're a little inconsistent. So I, I don't love this because Minnesota struggled a lot earlier this season. New Orleans is kind of putting it together, but... If you're streaming in a week, week, I, I think Minnesota is probably your best bet. And then uh, a couple other teams that I, I don't like nearly as much as I like Minnesota, but I, I kind of like the Colts at New England. I'm kind of talking out both sides of my mouth again because I, I like Mac Jones against the Colts, kind of. But, uh, you know, New England's 27th in AFPA to opposing defenses. Um, Colts are quietly tied for 7th in takeaways, tied for 10th in sacks. Uh, they seem pretty healthy. Quiddy Pay looks as healthy as he's looked all season. Uh, they might be getting Julius Brents back, who's kind of a ball hawking uh, second player in the secondary rookie. Uh, so I, I, I kind of like the Colts against New England. New England's kind of a mess offensively, although they're playing a little better. And then uh, Pittsburgh Packers. If you obviously the Pittsburgh's too rostered, but I don't hate the Packers on the other side of that either. Um, Packers held the Rams to three points last week. 
Uh, I know that was the Brett Ripian <laughs> Rams, but still, you know, I, I don't know that Kenny Pickett is that much better than Brett Ripian right now. So uh, in their previous three losses, the Packers previous three losses uh, to last week, they still held opponents just 20 points per game. Uh, admittedly, it was Minnesota, Denver and Las Vegas. Uh, but this is more of a hedge against Pittsburgh, which just looks terrible offensively. I'm guessing it's a really low scoring game. And here's just hoping that Kenny Pickett gets turnover happy. So uh, again, if you're in a league where the defense doesn't punish you, just go grab the Jags and just, you know, stomach it against the 49ers this week. But if you want to stream each week, Minnesota is probably your best bet. So um, that's all I've got for defenses, Jen. Um, the Vikings kind of easy to root for the Vikings right now. Uh, yeah. I mean, I find myself always kind of rooting for them for some reason, but I also don't have, I don't have a dog in, in the fight there yeah, uh, true. In, in, in that division. So I know a lot of people, Packers and Bear fans and Lions fans don't find them easy to root for, but true. Dolphin, Dolphins fan over here. So we, yeah, uh, no. yeah, we, uh, we're, <laughs> we're okay with that with anyone really in that division. <clears throat> so will boy blue, uh, asks, they traded Adam Thielen for Cooper cup in a full PPR. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm worried about the Rams quarterback situation, but I feel like that's selling high on Adam Thielen and buying low on Cooper cup. So yeah, especially in a full PPR. So, uh, yeah, I feel like, I mean, cup has to, uh, he has to bounce back. Right. I mean, he, this can't continue. I, I don't know. And Carson Wentz, um, not a fan of Carson Wentz. Like, I don't think he's a great quarterback <laughs> or anything like that, but Brett Ripien was really bad. And so, yeah, I think Wentz can make, you know, at least make cup back to serviceable, especially in a PPR. Uh, Donald Weber, should they drop flowers for Demario Douglas? Uh, I, again, that's kind of a, kind of a wash for me. So I'd probably just keep flowers, but Douglas is interesting. So I kind of like that. Yeah. I, I mean, he's, good. he is the number one guy there right now, but, and flowers, had a you know had a turn at being the number one guy, but I feel like that's kind of, you know now there's more Bateman and more Odell Beckham than we kind of would like. So, I mean, if you're looking for for pure volume, Douglas might get more on a weekly basis, but Flowers is in a much better offense. Yeah, and uh, and I would agree. I would keep Flowers over Quentin Johnston as well, Donald. For your other question, uh, we're going to rapid fire these other questions because we are running low on time. We still want to get to our stash segment. So, uh, will Connor trade Puka and Ayuk away for Brees Hall and? Uh, and Zay Flowers loaded at wide receiver. Uh, yeah, if you need a running back, I'm okay getting getting Brees Hall for that. Um, Flowers is the non-issue in that since you have receivers, you probably won't sniff your lineup. So I think Puka and Ayuk for Brees Hall is a lot to give up, but I think it's worthwhile with the receivers that you have. Uh, Toby Pacheco and Waddle are on by. Still plays Zay Flowers in the flex. Other options, Quentin Johnston and Khalil Herbert uh, if he comes off pop. I, I would go with Herbert if he's starting. If he's not starting, Flowers is the one I would go with. Uh, Josu Hidalgo traded Pollard for A-Chan. Uh, did they do well? Uh, hopefully. Monty and Camara, hopefully you won't have to start A-Chan right now, but um, we'll see. That's a that's a tough one, Jay. Pollard and A-Chan. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, you're banking on him coming back to exactly how he was before. Uh, but, I mean, Pollard, I mean, he hasn't gotten... He hasn't touch. produced. That's what's I mean, tough, right? <laughs> I can totally see why you did that. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's horrible. I'm down with it. Let's just hope that, you know, they still, and, you know, Dolphins are on a bye this week. So hopefully he comes back <clears throat> as he was before. Let, let's hope. Uh, Tom, how's DJ Moore when Fields returns? I think he's going to continue to be hit or, hit or miss, like a boomer bust option. That's what I think, Tom, with, with DJ Moore. I like him, but it's, it, I think he's going to continue to be inconsistent. So, Jen. Yes. 
I'm always looking ahead to next week and beyond oh. when I'm setting my waiver wire claims uh-huh. on Tuesday night. So who are the stash players I should be looking at? Okay. <clears throat> I guess I have to talk now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was enjoying you just rapid firing. That way I could just sit here. Okay. Um, stash wise. Okay. So first stash I always do is for next week, uh, for week, week 11. This is kind of deep, but like I said, every week I try to give you names that are not in every waiver wire list out there. So we're, we're going a, a kind of a deep pull. We're going Kyle Phillips, wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans, 0% rostered. So he has eight eight targets so far with Will Levis under center. Traylon Burks is hurt again. Week 11, the Titans face Jacksonville. They're 23rd against the wide receiver uh, in adjusted fantasy points allowed. But as an added bonus, this week they actually have a good matchup as well because the Bucks are 30th against the wide receiver. So after DeAndre Hopkins... Someone has to catch the ball, and, and why, why not be Kyle Phillips, who I'm sure has plenty of reps with Will Levis from the summer and whatnot. So he's worth a stash, I guess, if you have if you have that uh, that room out there. You never know what will happen. So that's my week 11 stash. You could grab him this week if you're desperate and throw him out there, but if not, you have him for week 11 if he does go off this week and you didn't start him, but you have him. I kind of like that. Levis was looking for him last week. Well, thank you. I I, I thought it was a good one as well. Um, <laughs> all right. So moving on to uh, my second stash here is uh, Pat Fryermuth. He is 36% rostered. He should be back in week 11. He has a really nice schedule uh, for the fantasy playoffs. In weeks 15 through 17, they face the Colts, the Bengals, and the Seahawks. They rank 26th. 32nd and 19th in adjusted fantasy points to the tight end. So Fryermuth, he's there and, and, you know, he's, he's under, under the 40% roster mark for that. And uh, hopefully his hamstring is healed and he's ready to rock Uh third guy, deepish pull, not really, but Ty Chandler, he's 1% rostered running back for the Vikings. You know, he's a guy we talked a lot about this summer and I drafted him in a lot of places and have dropped him and repicked him up and dropped him again. Uh, but Cam Akers is out with an Achilles. Madison, he's been inconsistent and inefficient. So it's one of those things, it's a gamble. I mean, Ty, J- Ty Chandler could end up with nothing. Or, you know, if he's finally ready to kind of make something happen, then he could possibly make something happen. <laughs> Excellent. I love it. Uh, and also a big fan of Pat Fryermuth in general. I'm hoping he comes back healthy. Yeah, me too. And, uh, and the Steelers do well. Uh, Bronson has two questions. Trade Waddle and Khalil Herbert for Devontae Adams. I wouldn't do that. I'm not sh- I'm not certain that Devontae Adams is better than Jalen Waddle the rest of the year. So uh, I would probably keep Waddle and Herbert over that. And trade Purdy and Tank Dell for Mark Andrews. It's hard to give up Tank Dell, but it's awfully hard to pass on a trade that nets you Mark Andrews. So I would do that. So I would say no to Adams and yes to Andrews in that situation. Donald wants to know if they should drop Tyler Bass for Brandon Aubrey. Uh, Jen. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. I feel like last week you gave everyone permission to drop Tyler Bass. I did. That was actually a couple weeks ago, and I'm still oh, yeah. I'm still giving everyone permission for that. And honestly, uh, Aubrey's great. I mean, I, I actually picked him up af- uh, off their buy. Uh, I have him in every league, and I'm not even streaming anymore. I'm just rolling with him. Uh, he's been great. So, yes, Donald, I would I would do that. Excellent. Uh, Captain Spock wants to know what defense are good to stream. My number one this week was Minnesota, but go back and listen to it. Thank you so much to everybody in the chat for joining us and listening in. Thank you to the listeners. Uh, Thank you, Jen. Always a pleasure. Any final thoughts before we go? No, I appreciate everyone putting up with both of us being sick. I know. It could not have been fun um, (laughs) listening to either of our voices and our brain fog and all of the stuff. But uh, yeah, 
You yeah, guys. both heavily medicated. My throat's on fire. I'm gonna... I am not medicated, <laughs> but I should be. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a lot of whiskey this evening to try to burn <laughs> that out. That's what that's what's gonna happen for me. Uh, th- thank you, listeners. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. We're here every Tuesday evening at 6:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So come join us throughout the season live on the 444 YouTube channel to discuss streamers that'll get you through your season. You can follow us on Twitter at Jen Aikens NFL and at Two Guys Brandon. Thanks for checking us out and have a good day.